You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. Gavin Gray is our UK correspondent with us now. Evening, Gavin. Hi, Heather. Gavin, is it looking increasingly like it was the Russians who were behind those explosions on the, the, the gas pipelines? I think it is. So you'll remember back in uh, uh, September, the um, uh, explosions of the Nord Stream pipelines. These are pipelines that carry uh, gas from Russia to Europe, and they were knocked out of action by a mysterious undersea explosion, which also led to large amounts of gas bubbling up through the ocean. Now, the cause of the blast has always remained unclear, and I suppose even with the latest evidence, that is still the case. Russia has always denied any involvement. But... We are now hearing news that uh, Russian ships able to perform underwater operations were present near to where the explosions took place later uh, a few days after that. So, uh, as I said, this has all now been very difficult to piece together. Some investigative journalists working in Denmark, Norway and Sweden and Finland have put this together. Um, And the reason it's been so difficult to uh, look at is because the ships involved from Russia, which are all part of the uh, Russian naval fleet, are what are called ghost ships. In other words, they turn their transmitters off and that way you don't know where they are. But uh, somebody has been looking at radio communications sent between vessels in the Russian naval fleet and communications that were sent to the Russian naval bases in the period of time leading up to the explosion. Uh, And they have identified that there were three Russian ships, as I said, ghost ships that had turned their transmitters off all around that area for either hours or in the case of one ship, a full day. And that one ship that was there a full day also had a a submersible, a mini submarine that it could launch to get people down to the riverbed. So, yeah, I think it's looking more and more likely now the Russians were behind this. They have denied any responsibility. Indeed, they pointed the finger at the UK and America saying that we were going to benefit from rising gas and oil prices. In fact, here in the UK, it's been the complete reverse. Yeah. Well, as, as the, you would expect the Russians to say that, wouldn't you? And um, what do we know about this guy responsible for the explosions today? Yes, scary scenes outside Buckingham Palace just four days before the coronation where a man uh, was arrested. He'd been, uh, uh, eyewitnesses say, shouting earlier in the day that he was going to kill the king. Uh, he then is alleged to have thrown... Uh, shotgun cartridges into the palace grounds. Uh, a cordon was arrested. He was a uh, cordon was erected. He was arrested, and a controlled explosion was carried out following uh, the incident on a, a bag that nobody could identify. Now, nothing was, you know, found. There was uh, no suggestion it was terror-related. And overnight rehearsals for the coronation uh, went uh, ahead as planned. Um, Police say a knife was found, that he was not carrying a gun, however. But uh, they decided to blow up this other bag nearby just as a precaution. So, as I mentioned, overnight rehearsals for the uh, King's coronation have been taking place. The marches along the streets and so forth carried out under cover of darkness at midnight, one and two in the morning. And yes, the clock is ticking down to the big day on Saturday. (laughs) Listen, are the authorities worried that there might be protests at the coronation? Very worried. And that's because where King Charles and Camilla have been doing these sort of uh, uh, official events, they have been greeted in some instances by small groups, but groups who are quite vocal, uh, shouting, you know, I didn't vote for you, not in my name, you're not my king, etc. 
Uh, and now we learn the government has rushed into law new criminal offences aimed at preventing disruption. And I say they've been rushed into law because everyone thought they were coming in in June. Instead, they're coming in this week. Mm. Uh, and they are really rushing this through Parliament. The new law will be given royal assent by Charles on Tuesday. And from Wednesday, there are three main new developments. Protesters who block roads, airports and railways could face 12 months in prison. Anyone locking onto others or other objects or buildings, in other words, supergluing themselves to structures or roads or and then could go to prison for six months and face an unlimited fine. And a third point, police will be able to head off disruption by stopping and searching protesters if they suspect they're setting out to cause chaos. And I think it's this last thing that's really interesting there, because it could mean the police are able to stop these protesters before they get anywhere near the route from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey. Uh, incidentally, some of the groups representing Republic who want the monarchy abolished are saying this is intimidation because the government has also written letters to those that they believe are in Republic and, uh, and people that want to cause disruption at the coronation. Um, and they've written to them saying, here's the new law. You might want to think about this and pass it on to your friends within your organizations. So, uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be interesting. And I fear they're going to be really out in force to try and stop anything uh, in front of the cameras. So it's going to be interesting. Gavin, thank you so much. Talk to you in a couple of days. Gavin Gray, UK correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.